going to be reflecting on various aspects of this passage as we think about God's leading over the past number of years. Congregation of Jesus Christ, when I came on August 30, I was installed, and right here in the Bible, very nicely written, presented to Pastor Mike Van Dyke, Bethel C.R.C. Lacombe, August 30, 2006, installation service. And every Sunday, uh, Bill presented to me the Bible at that time, on behalf of council, on behalf of the church. Bill Wildeboer, he was chairman at the time. And so I remember, came forward, gave me the Bible, and he said to uh, continue to lead us as a church in the Word of God. Be faithful to the Word, and I've tried to do that through all the years, that we want to come back to the truth of God's Word, let it speak into our heart and lives, not my opinion. We want to have God's Word speak and encourage us. So I've tried to do that, and it was a good Bible, Bill, but it's, it's wearing down a little bit. It's, it's still doing good, but I think I'll actually retire it. After I leave here, I'll just, just give thanks for having used this one, and we'll see how it goes there. But God's Word continues to speak into our lives. And again, this morning too, I wanted just to, to reflect with you on this passage, Philippians is my favorite book of the Bible, the letter of Philippians, and, and just to encourage you as well that, that you have a favorite, that's, that's okay, something that just speaks to your heart uh, a little more maybe than all the rest. And the book of Philippians is, is beautifully that for me, so for today I thought too, to share again with you from the book of Philippians. And it speaks about the joy of the Lord. And so really, verse 4 is, is our text. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. As, as this passage begins, it, it reflects on a reality that, that speaks to me, first of all, on this day. It says, uh, verse 1, My brothers and sisters, you whom I love, uh, my joy and crown. And just having gotten to know you through all the years and our love for one another, our love for you, Barb and I, is, is just been amazing. Your great care and support and encouragement. And when it says, too, the, the Philippian church was a church that had really connected with Paul. Like they, they got along well and they could work together and they could build things up together. And, and I feel, too, through the years uh, that that was with myself and yourself and, and our vision together and working together and, and just growing in love and the joy of the Lord. And so that, that struck me right away, first of all, to give thanks to God for how he blessed us together. And that's really what, what Paul is doing here, that growing in love and encouragement for one another. And that is why also I want to just give thanks to God this morning. Then it does say in verse 2 and 3 that there are disagreements, even in that church in Philippi, that there are some struggles. And so also in this church, there's always struggles in a church. That's, that's how it goes. And so in this particular case, there are two uh, ladies, Yodia. Uh, and Sinsei, Sinsei, it's, yeah, how do you pronounce it exactly? But yeah, they are, they are 
true companions in the faith. They are, are strong uh, leaders, co-workers in the church. Some suggestion that they were deacons, in fact. It says working alongside the Apostle Paul. And so a disagreement arises. And, and that, that just reminds me when I came to, there had arisen a disagreement here in the church and between the pastoral staff, and that was being worked through, and that was causing difficulty, which happens. And so Pastor Mel Poole came, and I came, and to work that through in God's grace is, is how things are described here as well seeking to work it through well, helping one another, and then continuing to go forward in ministry. And so that, that reality is here as well. And seeing how God also, by the Spirit, worked through me and through us together, working that through again. As I have been here as your pastor, I can definitely say, too, that, that we have built up the relationship again your support and, and our trust for one another and working together again. And so the next person who comes to, what normally happens if you actually phone or if you actually work through the search process and the calling process and then someone's name comes up and you are actually are thinking of calling someone here again, then they will phone me. That's, that's how it goes, right? They'll probably Facebook you as a church but in the end, they'll, they'll phone me and say, oh, how is that group anyway, right? And I'll say, they're good. That's a great church. And yeah, to, to feel that respect and encouragement to be able to work together. And I think someone who comes here again, too, will be very blessed themselves. And a blessing to you is my prayer. So, so that reality of, of having built that up again, I'm so thankful could do that. Within the work of the church, also in this regard, I just wanted to mention that, uh, and even as it mentions women and women deacons, when I came, then Bethel had just voted, had just agreed that, that they would be open to women deacons. And so we worked that through just over the years. And so it was actually seven years like I was here for seven years before actually, and, that, and that's, just, that's just, again, working with each other, talking to each other, listening to each other, and, and just trying to, because there was, yeah, how does that go and how does that work and what will that look like? And, and so, indeed, we, we worked with that just carefully and sensitively, recognizing, too, some of the uh, things needed to be discussed and talked about and worked through. And, and by God's grace, too, we were able to, to welcome women as deacons in this fellowship. And, and I'm glad that I could be part of that. And initially, too, that we had two ladies together. That was a rich blessing that they could together work and, and then too, just to see how God worked in them by the Spirit, to encourage the leadership and, and in ministry. And so that, that, too, working out of, yeah, coming together, some different points of view, but able to do that and to do that well and to see God at work, I just give thanks to be able to be part of that.
It says in verse 4, indeed, the joy of serving the Lord. And it says it twice, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. And in a minute, I'm going to give you a couple of examples of, of the joy of serving here. I just want to mention for a moment verse 5, where it says, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. I always try to deal with people, with children, with youth, with adults, gently. I really like that verse, that we, we deal with each other gently. I find that in ministry, uh, people have struggles and, and concerns and opinions, and, and that's all good. They, they are absolutely preferences, particular understandings of what it means to know and love and follow Jesus. And, and, and people are well-intentioned, really. They, they are seeking to do things well and good. And so, so to, to work gently with people. And in that, the Lord is near. That, that's, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near in that. So it's not, it's not that, that you're asking me, Pastor Mike, oh, what's, what's, what do you think about this? And oh, this is right and this is wrong and blah de blah No, we are listening to each other and we are listening to the Lord. And, and in our, our listening to each other and the Lord too, just gently, what do you think? How do I see it? Let's, let's come before the Lord together to let the Lord draw near in a gentle, upbuilding church environment. That's, that's what, yeah, the fruit of the Spirit, gentleness, to let the Spirit work in a gentle way. I have a few examples just looking back, it was fun looking back. I looked back through some of my notes and this and that and, and how the Lord worked. And I'm, I'm tying this in where it says in verse 8, uh, finally, this is my final service, uh, think about whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, things that are excellent and praiseworthy. Think about such things. So I want to think about such things with you. And the first thing is in terms of the church's ministry here at Bethel. When I came, I remember in the, in the calling, in the search team, and, and uh, the team was telling, and I was asking, what's Bethel like? And I remember the team was sitting together and it came up over and over. Bethel is the church that, that, that cares for the community. It's, it's the town church, or what, the city church now, and Bethel cares for the community. I thought, that's nice, that's good. And so, so Bethel was doing that in different ways and, and wonderfully trying. But the thought was, well, we can do more maybe. Can we do more? And so, so that discussion went back and forth. And I remember at a certain point, um, like the, the, I don't know exactly what, I think it was um, through the food bank. We had some people working at the food bank. And then you give People in need food, of course, and then, but they can't cook it. They, a lot of it gets thrown away even, right? Because you give them food and they, they don't really they cook a meal. So then the thought was, well, we should cook a meal for them. And I remember very distinctly, downstairs in the office, I was sitting at my desk, and at a certain point, Jeannie came in, I think it was a Friday, she'd finished up at the food bank. she came in and sat down, and, and she was just, yeah, thinking about it, thinking about it. I remember she was talking to me. She was saying, Pastor Mike, Pastor Mike, this is what we got to do. we got to do something here, right? And she says to me too, 
Ah, she says, we gotta cook a meal for these people every Thursday. We gotta, we gotta do something. We gotta feed these people. And then, and then the vision was the lower Michener here. People were camped out and they went for food to the food bank and, and they needed some help and the thought was, yeah, we could maybe, maybe feed those people. And I remember distinctly, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at Jeannie and she's smiling and she's sweet and I'm, I'm smiling at her and I'm thinking in my mind, this will never work. <laughs> it's, I, I remember distinctly thinking that. This, this will never work. <laughs> to feed people every Thursday, how will you do that? If food, but I won't say anything. I don't say anything like that because I'm listening and, and a gentle response and, and thinking, okay, here we have someone who, uh, is the Holy Spirit doing something here? And, and so, so, okay, we'll try it. Let's try it. And so, sure enough, we tried it and, and a couple bag lunches and, and we went out. I think we had, I don't know, 20, 25 at first. Uh, and then we had three people here in Lower Michener Park on a picnic table. We had supper with them. It was, was just nice. And the next week we had six. The next week we had a few more. And, and it just, hey, it, it kind of worked okay. And then, and then that worked back into, well, what if you come from there over to here and it got cold? And then we invited people from the food bank itself. So when you gave out a hamper, you put in a note, there's a dinner at Bethel put it in the paper, and, and you see what it is today. It's, it's, and what is that? From, I, I honestly admit, too, I, I thought, man, this, is, this just doesn't work. And it's not like I came to this church thinking, oh, we're going to do that. This church has to do that. No. But, but the Spirit, the Spirit is working and, and filling us with joy. That Thursday dinner is the funnest thing. I, I, now too, when you come on the Thursdays, Daniel meets you. What's your name? And if you've seen him before, he'll know your name. And, and people, hi, how's it going? And, and it's, it's just joy in the Lord. It's the most beautiful thing. So, yeah, yeah, how does that work exactly? Gentle leading of the Spirit, seeing what the Lord is doing. Great joy in the Lord. And I think that also led to our renovating the kitchen because actually you, <laughs> you have to feed people legally, right? You can't, can't feed them out of an old kitchen. So, but that helped again. I mean, we have really appreciated as a church having that facility. And even, I just wanted to mention, we had some of those we events Sunday evening. And, oh, that was fun, too. That was just fun. The older people, the younger people, and doing some crafts and, and reflecting on God's word. And, and so God, the Spirit, continues to do beautiful things, and it was just a joy to be part of that. Example number two. I love to worship and worship planning, and we have a worship ministry leadership team that's just wonderful. And so through all the years, every time worship services, what are we going to do? We would make plans. 
I remember very distinctly, too. We had, we had good meetings. It was always a joy. I would go there with some ideas, and, and others would, would just build into that, and we would put together some nice services. And, and then one time, uh, it was coming towards the summertime, and at the time, Sue Wildeboer was chair of the, of the meeting, and so we were just relaxing there at the end of the meeting, and, and all of a sudden, Sue's face lights up, and, and she says, you know, you know, we should hire a summer student, and we should get government funding, and, and we need someone here in the summer to help, and, and so we're all sitting around a table, and I'm sitting there too, and I'm smiling and nodding, but I'm thinking, this will never work. <laughs> I don't, what, what is she, I don't, what, I've never, never done that. And how in the world are we going to do that? And so, so yeah, she explains a little more, and the, the rest of the team says, oh. and I'm thinking, well, so we apply for the funding. I'm thinking we never get it. We got it. And then what happens? We advertise, and Evelyn Isis comes here. Amazing, hey? Evelyn playing and leading in worship and... Man, oh man, it was beautiful. And then the next time we had Veronica Bauman here, just working hard in the church all summer, was, was beautiful. And then we had Kristen Van Strylen. She's Kristen Duker now, and you can't give Kristen enough work. So Kristen, <laughs> Kristen said, too, there's not enough work to do around here. And so she said, let's do VBS again. And I'd heard when I came generally that, yeah, this church had done VBS through the years, but really kind of wound down, and we didn't really do VBS anymore. But Kristen said, we got to do VBS again. And that, that led into doing VBS again, and then how do, you, how do you advertise VBS? Well, you have a float in the parade. What? A float in the parade? Of course. And so the Holy Spirit led us into being just, just a witness in that. And then our church, just, just sharing the joy of the Lord on the float. We always had music. We had uh, handing out VBS flyers. We had all kinds of things. And we even, even check this out. Look at this. Look at this. We won five ribbons in six years. Three firsts and two seconds. So it was just, and, and yeah, between, between sharing just our joy in the Lord, and people said too about us, too, Bethel, that church, that church loves the Lord and loves this town, and it fit into what we wanted to do. And it was, it was just great, even spraying everybody with water on a hot day. It was just a delight rejoicing in the Lord. When I came, Treasure Seekers had a regular program of study. Treasure Seekers had their material like other people had. And then I remember at a certain point, Anne Wildeboer came back from the States and there was a church there that did something different and she talked to me about it a little bit. But I thought, well, whatever. And nothing, nothing really but then she went again, and then she came back, and then, 
And then I remember she sat down with me and said, Pastor Mike, this is how it's going to go. And the treasure seekers are going to, they're going to follow the sermon. And then, then they're going to talk about it afterwards. And they're going to, and then, then she said too, you just need to get your sermon to me by Wednesday. Thankfully, I am fairly organized, and by Wednesday, I know generally what's going to go on, Lord willing. So that wasn't too bad. But again, I'm thinking, man, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Is this going to work at all? But again, it's been the funnest thing, because the kids now have to follow along, and I know the handout too. And then when some of the kids don't get the answer down, and the parents are giving them the old elbow. Oh, that's an answer right there. And it's just, just to talk about and reflect together on the message and, and by the Spirit again. When I first came, then I heard about a guy, Doug Fullerton, who had been to Mexico and had met two pastors, yes, Jesus and Avelia, and that they had decided they were going to start a church. I heard about that. I thought, man, I don't know, that's never going to work. <laughs> that's never going to work. Who are these people? Jesus and Avelia, Ensenada, who needs that? But then August got involved a little bit, and then, yeah, the Holy Spirit got involved a little bit, and man, oh man, if you, that's, that's a lovely thing in terms of whatever is good, whatever is lovely. If you see that church on the hillside there, big green church in Colonia 89, the, the roughest colony, the roughest district of that city. And that, that, yeah, how is that possible, August, that that would actually come together? You think, man, that'll fall apart any time, but it just... It's amazing, and I was privileged to join Peter and August to build there one, one year, and our youth team stop in there, and you think, well, how does that work? How does that get started? Well, yeah, somebody just stepped forward in the spirit. Say, hey, we'll try it, and, and God has done amazing things. When I came, there was, there was no youth retreat at the beginning of the year, right? There really wasn't one. There wasn't really a youth retreat. I think it was yourself, Wayne, and, and a couple of others. We were sitting at a youth planning meeting and, and, and somehow somebody said, we need a youth retreat <laughs> to start off the year. And again, I'm thinking, that, that, I don't know. That's, that's not going to work very well. And then we, we had it too. The first one, we were out at Rocky. And, and Karina, you were... You were cooking and you were cold and kids were cold and it was, but by God's grace, looking at it, working it through, it, it has become the funnest thing to connect with the kids as the youth season starts, just to camp out with them and hang out with them and talk with them, and then as the youth ministry season begins, as the actual lessons begin, it's, it's good. You know them. You can talk to them. Hey, how's it going? And it just builds beautifully into the ministry we want to have, our youth ministry, which has the vision. Yeah, we, we are not specifically focused on all of this material, but we are focused on these kids 
who need to come to know the Lord and that we engage with them and that we seek to build them up. And so I found that such a blessing through the years as well. I had 17 things on the list with a possible 20, but I'm going to stop there. <laughs> it's looking back, I, I am just so thankful that I was able to help out in a few areas and just to be an encouragement to you. I wanted just to conclude with the area of preaching. I do enjoy preaching the word. And I just wonder, in terms of its effectiveness, I wonder, do you remember the first sermon I preached here? Blank stares. <laughs> I had to look it up too, actually. But I did know. Oh! Oh, no. <laughs> Good guess, though. Oh, maybe I did, right. I'd have to look that one up. You have an excellent memory. It was on Bethel. It was on the word Bethel and your text, Bethel Church, House of God. And so that's always a nice way to start. And when I go to Grace Church in Welland, I'll preach on grace, Ephesians 2. That's your name. That's who you are. But how about, how about through the years? Do you remember a little bit? I, I just looked back. There was an, an Ascension Day service when, when I released a balloon. You remember that one? And then it got caught in the fan. <laughs> that was memorable. And then we had a service through, through, um, through Lent with, with the two men on the road to Emmaus, the two people, and we had it all on the wall here. And so we talked about God leading our lives. And then we had uh, Jesus becoming greater, and we had the little sign Jesus and then bigger, bigger, that Jesus becomes greater in our lives. I've always, always tried to... to have some visual stuff if possible too, just to help encourage between understanding the word. The one I really like was, was when I had the, the little lamps, that you are the light of the world, the little Egyptian lamps, and that if you have them separate, they're just a small light, but then if you put them together, and that's what it is in, in the text, you together are the light of the world. And then the light gets so much bigger. And I think in all the ministries I've mentioned, and even others, that as we work together, as this church works together, and it does work together well, that light goes out. And that's something, too, that I want to encourage you with, that you continue to be that light. As you leave the sanctuary, you will notice that there are banners at the back, and I can say to you that I preached the whole Bible to you while I was here. I preached on every single book of the Bible while I'm here. And all of the little quilt squares are up on the back. We had a sermon on every book in this place while I was here. We also preached on all the confessions, Heidelberg Catechism, Belgian Confession, and the Canons of Dort. And every year, we went through a gospel. After the birth of Jesus, we looked at the life of Jesus from Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. 
because it's the life of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus, that is our hope and the gospel of his saving grace. It has just been a privilege to be leading you in the ministry, in the work that God calls us to here at Bethel. It was a joy. I just wanted to end by saying, based on, on recognizing that, that in myself too, looking back, when, when things would come up, I would, I would get that thought in my mind, oh, this is never going to work. And, and at the moment, it's been a real joy just to, just to have the renewal team come together. And, and we're thinking of a bit of a renewal process here in Bethel. And it's a really nice team that comes and meets and reflects prayerfully on, on renewal in the church. And at this stage, the renewal team is going to be suggesting some things that Bethel might do. And, and they're going to be talking and praying and reflecting. It's going to go through council, and they're going to be talking about, yeah, could we maybe do this? Could we maybe do that? And, and it is a sense of, oh, let's try it. Let's try it. But I would, I would really ask you not to, when you hear, oh, we're going to do this, that your first reaction isn't, oh, that'll never work. <laughs> if that comes into your mind, think of me. <laughs> Because that comes into my mind often too. But that's not where it ends. You think, oh, I don't know. What's that renewal team thinking? Let's try it. Let's see. Let's see what the Spirit is doing. Let's see how the Spirit is leading. And, and you will be amazed. And I think even, even after the calling process is finished and you have someone else here, another pastor, and that pastor says to you, oh, what about... What if we try this, or what if we try that? And that your initial response isn't, oh, what? No, that'll never work. But that you continue gently by the Spirit to see the leading of the Lord, and he will lead you into all kinds of beautiful things. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your wonderful grace. And I thank you as a pastor for this church, I thank you for their love for you and for one another. Lord, I do pray especially that you would continue to bless all the beautiful things that you are doing here through their willingness and dedication and service. I thank you that by your grace too, you have blessed so many of the efforts and, and many that I didn't even mention here. Lord, you are indeed building your kingdom and working in wonderful ways. And Lord, I thank and praise you too for all the beautiful memories we can share this morning and that we can see especially there your faithfulness and your goodness and your love. We thank you for your care over the years and looking forward too to what you will continue to do. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.